Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green is being presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf. Michelob Ultra, and by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. A hole in one, not big. Now it's time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Good morning, just after 7 o'clock, we welcome you in live to Tee to Green here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Quick switch of the music here. We know it's Masters Weekend. We're looking forward to being with you for the next hour here on WGR. We're broadcasting live from Pendleton Creek Golf Club in North Tonawanda. Thanks for being with us. Brian Colsey along with PGA Pro Jeff Metis. Kevin Sylvester has the week off. Uh, happy Easter weekend for those of you that celebrate. Jeff, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, it's uh, it's the best weekend of TV of the year, I believe. I like watching this uh, tournament more than anything else on tv all year i would say let's hope we get it today uh i think we will yeah they got to get 27 in today i don't know tiger might like uh, getting 27 in but um I got, you know it's just cold i mean it, it might be miserable but i think they're going to be able to play yeah the, the weather from yesterday is a big story which we'll get to here in a second but we are live at pendleton creek uh, pendleton excuse me pendleton creek golf club here in north tonawanda uh we'll be joined by a couple of pga pros from uh, pendleton creek here in just one moment don schneider and Dylan Hayes, but uh, we've got a jam-packed show, obviously a ton on the Masters coming up here along the course of the way. Uh, Julie Haley from the Western York PGA coming up at 7.30 uh, to talk about junior tour registration, and uh, if your junior is a player, how you can get involved in playing in tournaments this year. 7.45, Jeff, Jeff Blank from our TD Green team uh, with some information on some Masters picks, if you're thinking about putting in uh, some wagers this weekend, how you can do that. Okay, let's bring in our guest, Don Schneider, Dylan Hayes. From uh, Pendleton Creek. Don, good morning. Good morning. Morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Thanks for having us here. Always looking forward to being here on Masters Weekend. And this year, we get some great extra perspective from Don because, Don, you went to Augusta earlier this week. You were there on Tuesday. So uh, I'm sure. First timer, right? It's the first, first time timer. you were there. Yes. And uh, I know when I went and I was like, came you... back and talked with you, I was like, you got to go, you got to go. And you finally went. So I'm, I'm so pumped for you that you got to go. Thank you. Yeah, we, we found a way. Uh, luckily, we had a member here that had an extra ticket, and uh, I wanted to get down there with my son, so that's we, we, we crossed that one off the old bucket list, and it was awesome. I uh, went down there, and 
everything that you said and everybody else I talked to, it, it's much more hilly than we think that we see on TV. And first fairway I looked at, I thought this isn't real, is it? You know, it's that perfect. And so, um, you know, we got around and uh, we got lucky. We saw Tiger uh, right away. Uh, we kind of got the lay of the land a little bit, and then we saw him coming up, and I heard some people talking and said, uh, is Tiger playing? Yeah, he's right there. He's at eight green. So we hustled up over to nine where the landing area would be for the drives. We found the four caddies. So I said, okay, let's go there. Got right on the ropes, and we were probably, I don't know, 20 feet from him. And then uh, we followed Rory, uh, Morikawa, some some big names. So Good thing was, you caught Rory because he's not playing this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was disappointed. He's one of my. Yeah, he's got my favorite swing out there personally. And uh, but we, uh, you know, my plan was I, I because I had not been there before. I wanted to see every hole and not knowing if I'll get back there someday. And so we walked every hole, and I have a new respect for. Uh, players out there walking that golf course is is work and how difficult the facility is i mean it's yeah yeah there's it makes it difficult yeah. uh, especially the green complexes oh god yeah 13 the new hole or the, you know the, the hole they lengthened just looking at your second shot in there i mean it's so severely banked if you don't get it in the middle of the green it's it's coming back it's it's wet you know if not and those guys it was interesting to watch that because it's a practice round and they all hit two balls and so they hit in, you know, a layup shot first, and then they, you know, kind of went for it from back there with what looked to be a middle iron, five iron or something for those with guys. With the ball about a foot above your feet. That's yeah. the whole problem. Yeah, they only allow two practice balls, I think, at the Masters. I don't think you're allowed to do the odd infinitum hitting pitches and chips there. I think you got to keep Yeah, I, I noticed around the greens, uh, like you mentioned, wedges and putts, they were they were tossing quite a few balls yeah. uh, okay. there and, and kind of throwing it up in areas where they thought the pins might be, you know. So... Yeah, it was it was a great experience. I mean, if anybody gets a chance to go, you you got to do it. It's you know, it's it's a it's a cost, but it's it's worth every penny. And just also the part of the experience, the the inexpensive concessions and the not so inexpensive pro concessions. Shop. Yes, yes. <laughs> what's the, in the merchandise? We were, we were right? talking about a million dollars an hour. They do in uh, what did what was that stat for uh, the the golf shop there? Uh, it uh, is yeah, it's incredible. Here, I'm gonna I'll pull it up. It was. I mean, f- from going there, just, I mean, what, they had the sandwiches are $1.50? Yeah. yeah. So they, that's cool. Well they, well, they must have had a price increase there. Maybe it's $2. They're $2, $2, yeah. $2 now, yeah. <laughs> for a breakfast sandwich or yeah. a metal sandwich, <laughs> and that was $3 for a pulled pork sandwich. So, yeah, I mean. I, all I remember was what the beers cost, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were, they're still only four, maybe three or four bucks. Yeah, they come with a cup. Yeah. So the merchandise sales this week, it says the Masters will do $10 million a day in their in their merchandise building. Uh, one million an hour, sixteen thousand dollars a minute, and two hundred and seventy-seven dollars every second. Yeah, they get you there. They don't get you with the food. No, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's you know when you walk in there, but it's so organized. That's what blew, blew me away. It's like yeah. this. I, I I still can't wrap my head around. It's a practice round, and there's that many people there, right? It, but you know, as you're going into the you know the pro shop, let's call it. Yeah. It, you know they've got the stanchions and and you're working through it. So you're never standing still, so they keep you moving. And then it's so efficient. Um, I mean, there's a wall of headwear and there's a wall of quarter zips and a wall of polos. And you say, I want number one forty one up there. Yeah, there you go. And then you're you're in and out of there. It's no problem. But uh, I, I always thought it was interesting as a PGA professional to go because this is the pinnacle of everything done 
perfectly right without expense, and you can learn a lot. I mean, mm-hmm. even their golf, how they do that, how they handle their food, how their how their staff comports themselves, and things like that. And obviously, the uh, the way that the golf course is maintained. You know, we worry about the event today, but you know, there's sub air. From what I understand, there's sub air in other places where it's just a little wet too, so people don't slip and fall. And uh, everything they do is uh, is done first class, and it's a it's a great great place to be around and they're super friendly you know the southern hospitality but but everybody's hey welcome to the masters have a great day and when i went through with my pga card that was a, a pretty nice feeling you yeah. know that's hey you know welcome to the masters and here you go have you know have a great day and you know i kind of got chills just yeah. and no phones that. no phones yeah it's kind of nice, nice to, yeah. yeah 10 hours without your phone mm-hmm. it is it's like the separation from the world like that nobody has anymore at first you're anxious to leave it behind but then after about an hour you're like hey this is great no one's on their phone this is just gonna enjoy the day everybody's there just enjoying the golf for sure dylan hayes with us here pga pro also from pendleton creek so dylan you're we got to get you down there next now i know i'm sure don's been telling you some good stories about it this week i know i one day i want to get down there uh maybe grab a group of our pga guys a couple close buddies and maybe make a a trip of it but it's uh it's on the bucket list i'm really happy that don and his son got to get down there and uh enjoy that moment together yeah i'm really happy for him so as we were watching yesterday i know you and we and i were just talking about it here obviously uh the story of the golf kind of switched right late afternoon yesterday with the weather and then what ended up being some some really i mean jarring images of trees falling yeah and uh yeah that was that was pretty pretty wild to see um you know that there was a i think it was sergio and like siwoo or i think it was uh Min Min Wu or Lee. Some, yeah, Min some, Lee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but even the, even they were taken back by by it. And uh, some of those videos, you can see people start to hear the cracking, and then you know everyone ran. Thank God, no one got hurt. Um, I think that's the most important part. And like you said, the Masters is a first class um, facility. And and right after those trees came, I saw they already had like all the limbs chopped off. They had the the blowers out there cleaning it up. They had like fifty people working on it. So. I'm sure they'll they'll be able to clean that up right away. I'll be so. interested to see if there's even a stump hole there in the morning. Yeah, today I was like, thinking I mean, that you know, too. You got to think of a stump grinder's got to go in and do all right. that. I, they probably. Oh I, yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting to see if they can. Ex- I'm sure they can. So for all overnight with, with lights. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. For all three of you that obviously have worked at facilities and you know understand the hard work that goes into getting a golf course ready. The fact that, you know, they will, what, snap their fingers and this will be done. I mean, it's, oh yeah. I know the manpower and the budget is a little more than the average golf course, probably, right? Oh, yeah. There is no budget. Yeah, I saw, That's true. I think yeah. I saw four or five chainsaws there within minutes, and they were the, the you know, the 40-inch bars. Yeah, they yeah. had everything. Most places don't have, yeah. they got two if you're lucky. Yeah, uh, com- so. Some of the player reaction to the 13th tee be- was even not golf-related. They said how just it was done to make it look like that tee had been there for 20 years and yeah. just it kind of fit in with the rest of the with golf the course. It, yeah. didn't, it didn't look new the way they had this, the stone around the back of the new tee box and everything. They said, yeah, it looks like it's been here all along. Full-grown azalea bushes all along the edges there, yeah. So they took those from somewhere else and planted them, yeah, and trimmed them, and yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, and it's fun to watch. And, and the way the, even the way everybody, I, I used this word before, comports themselves around the golf course there, the, the patrons, right, and, yep. and the players. And this is the type of event where that live and, and PGA Tour stuff kind of melts away. I think it becomes just about golf, and and uh, and and everybody who loves golf loves the Masters, and and that's why it's the greatest way to kick off the year every year. What uh, what would you say? You got you saw Tiger. What what else in terms of players or holes? Like what did you love else when you were there? Yeah, I think um, you know we 
my son and I both like Morikawa as a player, so we followed him, and he's doing well. Um, I was a little bit surprised. We followed Rory, and Rory had been hitting it very well during the practice round. So I, I don't know what happened. I, you know, the commentators are talking about they think he's putting maybe a little pressure on himself, you know, to get a grand slam sort of thing. And uh, I, you know, I, I think that's it. But other than that, it's just it's the golf course. I mean, not to, not that I wouldn't care to watch the players, but it's the golf course that you see, and the, the conditions are just incredible. You know? Yeah. I well, I'm so pumped that you got to go. It's a it you know I've only been once, but I'll never forget it. It was a great experience, Jeff. I know you've been there multiple times. It's a, it's really really cool. Um, to the golf itself, Brooks Kepka's winning, and uh, he's got a kind of a healthy league. At least three three shots at the moment heading into today. Uh, play will begin as long as weather cooperates at 8 a.m. John Rahm is three back at nine under. Kepka is done with his two rounds at 12 under. Um, Dylan, let's start with you. What do you think about Brooks Kepka kind of getting his mojo back this week? Yeah, you know, uh, a guy like that, um, I'm sure a lot of you saw the, uh, the Netflix documentary Full Swing, so you can kind of see an inside um, view of how these players actually feel. So a guy like Brooks, who is kind of going through a lot of stuff with, within the last couple of years, uh, to see him jump out like that, um, it's pretty impressive. And I know a lot of my... You know, a lot of my buddies and even some members here, it's either you kind of are for live or you're, you're against live. Um, are there a lot of people for live? I, I personally, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not a live guy, but all these like younger guys, like my bagroom guys and pro shop staff, they're like all live like in the, in the pools, they're just picking live guys. Like, so, but most members and most people I talk to are, are pro, uh, PGA tour. I know myself, I, I am. That's why guys like, um, you know, Rory and, and JT that have so much voice at the PGA Tour, I was really hoping for them to step up. And, and this week it just has so much more drama than it has in the past and just so much more suspense leading up to it because it's kind of like you're representing that that league, you know. So a guy like Brooks to shoot that good. Um, still a lot of golf to be played, still 36 holes and, and even more for some guys. So, you know, the people that are saying, oh, Brooks has got it in the bag, there's a lot of golf to be played. And you can see one little slip up at the Masters uh, – you know, you could find some boxes on the scorecard. Yeah, John Rahm, I mean, he still has to play the back nine, so we know there's scoring opportunities there. Who knows? He could be tied for the lead by the end of the day. I guess, could he shoot three under on the back nine? Of course he could, for sure. He's Easily. that good. Yeah, yeah, and I know it's going to be miserable, but that it, being cold and wet doesn't affect your it, – it affects your mindset more than it affects your play. Yeah, so, so Kepka's looking like – the guy that won those four majors in two years back in 2017 and 2018. Yes, yes. His, his arms and his physique are still what they always were. Um, as Dylan mentioned, though, you know, he mentioned part of the decision to go to that live tour was like, look, my, you know, he had the knee injury that he went through and then, hey, I don't know if I can beat Scotty Scheffler anymore here. Maybe this is an opportunity I should take. I thought it was interesting yesterday. He was asked at his press conference, hey, if, if you were fully healthy and playing know like you are right now a year ago when that decision was made would you maybe have would it have been a more difficult decision to jump to live and he said yes he goes i think it would have been yeah i heard that answer and i found that very very interesting and you can see if you're waffling on your confidence and you're trying to play at the highest level you know take that kind of guaranteed money it's it'd be hard you know if you don't know if you're ever going to play good again and and isn't that funny how golf is like there's the best player in the world killing everybody at every event just smashing records and the next day he doesn't think he can beat you know, he doesn't have the confidence. He's worried he'll ever get good again. And, and now he's, he seems he won last week on live at Orange County National or whatever, and he's playing great this week. And, um, you know, I think I was just mad at him when he left, and now I might <laughs> become a brook. He is fun to watch, he, the way he plays, and just uh, his attitude the way, when he's on the golf course, uh, I find enjoyable. And, uh, and obviously he, he 
he's when he's on top of his game. I still think Rory firing on all cylinders is the best player in the world. Uh, but when he's firing on all cylinders, he's really, really hard to beat. The stats this week say that Kepka's right at the top of that uh, approach shots into the green here. Strokes gain. Strokes gain shot. Yeah, the approach shot in uh, off the tee. He's, I think, around 20, but um, I think. Round one and round two, he was both in the top five, which makes sense. And, you know, Don, from being at the course now, you can tell the shot in, you're going to have a little bit more appreciation for how good these guys are, knowing where to hit it, and just because of all the slopes and the undulations around where pin placements might be of just how good Kepka has been here. Um, yesterday, he hit 13 of 14 greens in regulation. That's an amazing stat. Wow. Yeah, because you look at those greens, it's not like when we where we play here. You've got the undulations you mentioned. I mean, there there are shelves that... If you don't get it up on the right shelf, it's coming back down. As you, you know, you see that on TV, and um, the greens are so much more difficult than than we can see on TV for sure. And every year they'll tell you the stroke gains approach or of the iron play is is considered one of the biggest factors at Augusta, where driving distance or driving accuracy at other facilities or whatever. Augusta, it's it's usually who's hitting the best iron player. You know, Jack Nicklaus, when you, I go back to that in 86, I'm old, but, um, <laughs> but you know, you remember watching him just hit it close every hole with his irons. And, and like you said, you got to have it in the right spot. And, um, and if you're coming, it, it's hard to explain how small those targets really are and how, how good they are to get those. This is where the players that can work it both ways, like Tiger when he was playing, like because you want to have that little fade to a certain pin or a little draw to this pin. The players that can do that have an advantage. And how often with we their hit, irons? Yeah, how often have we seen a guy hit an iron and we think, hey, that's a great shot, and then all of a sudden it rolls off or it ends up going on the wrong side of the green, and um, you know, three putts. They, later. They'll ask him. They'll ask him afterwards, like, oh, I missed that by two yards or something like that. You know, what'd you think about the players uh, being mic'd up walking down the holes? That was interesting. Yeah, yeah. we saw Rory do it. Homa do it. <clears throat> I don't, and I didn't hear anybody yesterday. Thursday, I heard Did some people Rory on the range Homa. doing it. I can see doing it on the range. What do you think about that, Dylan? Uh, I I think it's it's a lot. <clears throat> I mean, I I give the guys credit for uh, for putting putting themselves to the test like that. Um, I heard Rory make a comment that. You know, he did it at a uh, tournament previously, and it didn't seem to affect him at all. And uh, he felt that it would be cool to kind of give the fans and the viewers a little insight on what these, what's actually going through these golfers' minds. Um, it's a lot more than a lot of people would think. Um, you know, they have yardage books with every, every inch of the course, which way it's going. Um, so the, the, how deep they think into it is it's pretty interesting. I don't know if... Would you advise to do it or not? Like, you, you know, I, I'd be worried, you know, just the, I'd be cognizant that, that they're in my ear and that what everything I'm saying is being recorded um, and that people are listening to me as opposed to just focusing on the shot that I'm trying to hit. So I think I would have a hard time with it or I'd give the uh, earpiece, like he kept the earpiece in when he hit, I, I'd give it to my caddy or something mm -hmm. like that. I wouldn't be able to, uh, it would really bother me to think about that. Yeah, Homa had it in when he was putting both times and just kind of kept, we could hear him talk through Talk to the read, yeah. Talk to the read and talking to his caddy, like, hey, do you come on? Can you give me a look here? And yeah, I do think it's interesting, though. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a nice, it's a. I think they're innovative. The Masters also in the way they they, uh, you know, the, the their app is the best, right? Um, of all the apps, you have four, five, and six, and all these different camera angles. And now they're going to try this. I'll be, I'd be interested if they do it on the weekend or if that's just a uh, before the cut kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, they've done it before with with other PGA Tour events and. Yeah, I mean, obviously, when the guy's about to go hit a shot, they they stop talking they, to him. And yeah, I bet like they that, cut but, it off actually, but, so they can't get 
So they, the yeah, I'm sure there's nothing in their ear if they yeah. ended up keeping the earpiece in. Yeah. Tita Green here live at Pendleton Creek Golf Club in North Tonawanda. It's Masters Weekend. Thanks for being with us here uh, on WGR along with PGA Pro Jeff Metis. I'm Ryan Colziel, Don Schneider, and Dylan Hayes, the PGA Pros here from Pendleton Creek joining us. Uh, let's get a couple of things in here about Pendleton Creek. I know some exciting things going on. Um, Dylan, let's start with you. Yeah. The building that is near the, what if, for folks that do know the course, near the 10th tee box yeah. is, uh, I know, having some work done, some renovations, and close to being kind of uh, a new spot here. So yeah. tell everybody about so, it. Uh, so previously it was our halfway house for those that have played here. Um, so it's in between 9 and 10. And um, we've made a couple business decisions that we're going to make that a banquet facility. So uh, private parties and uh you know, leagues and things like that that we have here. It's going to be a nice private area for our, our members and uh, and guests to utilize. Um, outdoor deck, is that what we're going to have yeah, there with so, covered outdoor deck? Yeah, we have we have a outside patio, but there's never been a roof over that. So I saw the truss in the parking lot right now, and they're, they're starting to build that up. Um, I also saw the inside. They just redid the whole entire floor. They I mean, they gutted the whole entire building out, made it all, um, you know, brand new in there beautiful so we're looking for parties like 30 40 maybe 50 um a little bit bigger if you want to utilize the outside patio but we're uh we're really looking forward to having that for our for our members and uh and outside events things like that don now you really have three awesome spaces the pub inside we know one of the unique spots uh in all of golf here in western new york the old barn that's into a cool pub and restaurant and then the patio and now obviously this uh the halfway house turning into the banquet facility Right. So, you know, we're, we're able to, you know, do a lot of things where in the past we had one big room. So last year, uh, you know, the patio was all, all remodeled, basically, new half walls, put in new curtains. There's heat out there. Dylan had uh, uh, cornholes uh, leagues on Tuesday and Thursday nights. He had over 100 people uh, through the dead of winter in Buffalo, New York. So great. figure. So, yeah, it's worked out great. Uh, the ownership here is doesn't stop. They keep improving things and they got more stuff up their sleeves. So. You know, stay tuned. That's great. All right. Uh, also, we want to let people know uh, if they have maybe an annual event, golf tournament, or maybe a charity outing. Yeah. Um, there is a, a nice prime spot open here. I yeah. Know. So we did have uh, we did have one date open up. Uh, July twenty fourth is actually you know a prime time spot. Um, but yeah, our outside tournaments on Monday. Um, that's the last one that's available, though, right? That's, yep. Yeah, that's so our if final. If somebody wants that, they should give you a holler. Yeah, so. yeah. There's a couple people that have uh, inquired, but nothing set in stone yet. But July 24th is our our open date. Um, we do ask for over a hundred players and at least one meal here at the pub, uh, whether that's lunch or dinner. Um, but yeah, July 24th, it's a it's the best best time of the year. You know, it's a prime time Monday. Um, so. If uh, if there's anyone that's looking to to run a uh, tournament and, and benefit that way, definitely uh, reach out. Um, I How can do get, they get a hold of you? Yeah, I can, my my uh, my email is Dylan at Pendletoncreek dot com, um, but we can call the shop. Yeah, we can call the shop or, or do that. However, yep. yeah, however you want to get a hold of me. Excellent, and looking forward to another year of exciting, you know, junior golf. Something we talk about quite a bit. We're actually going to be speaking with Julie Haley from the Western PGA next segment uh, for a few minutes about junior tour but i know you guys do so much with juniors here yeah yeah so we actually uh we have a junior golf camp which is kind of our own in-house junior golf program um it's been it's been very popular in the past i think we had about 120 players last year we've cut that down to 100 players this year 
Um, we've opened up signups to memberships first. Um, so all, all our members get first crack at um, at the camp. On May 1st, we are going to open it up to the public. We have about 25 to 30 spots available still. Um, so we'll see how many more people sign up throughout throughout the rest of this month. But um, that'll definitely fill. That's a popular thing. And then also we have a PGA Junior League 13 youth program, which your son Jack plays on. Mm-hmm. Um, last year we went to regionals and had a great run, and I'm, I'm hoping to get the guys back together. We have a, a good returning group of guys. Um, I think I have like 11 or 12 guys that are all very tight-knit, and they all play together, and uh, I'm really looking forward to putting that team back together and playing some nice courses in the area. And then also we're doing a in-house, which is like a older, kind of like a, a 14 to 17 U um, in-house junior thing where it's like a, a league where you play different fun formats with each other. And uh, we have a lot of uh, younger members um, that are playing high school golf and things like that. So that's kind of that the crowd that we're targeting there. And um, my assistant pro, uh, Ben Colby, he's in the PGA program now, and he's going to be taking on, um, on that. So I'm looking really forward to uh, getting the junior golfers back out here. And um, it's just an exciting time of the year for sure. Yeah, with having my son involved in, in a lot of these things, I would say you guys do a great job with juniors. That's one thing here um, that I, I think is what is always so welcoming, Don, that you guys welcome families, you welcome youngsters to play. Uh, we have a lot of boys and girls that show up for these junior events, and uh, I know you guys are very welcoming to that and do an excellent job. So Yeah, thanks, Brett. I mean, that's the biggest uh, growth area in our membership has been families and uh, you know couples, and, and so the kids come out and we we love to see it. It's just it's cool to have the kids out here playing and playing golf with dad out there. We all did that growing up, right? So, um, and then uh, you know, Dylan does a great job with with the PGA Junior League, and so uh, that's kind of cool to see. I think uh, I think you you took on Glen Oak and and did a home and home at the end of the year, and that was pretty good. And I believe you were undefeated there. That was right? well. That was uh, the seven. We had a seventeen U team that we did. You out coach Anthony Shiro? Is that what we have oh, to get on the record here? Oh, right? Dog could out coach Anthony Shiro. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's in the uh, the hospital room right now, having baby number two. So he, he, he said he was going to be listing on the app. So yeah. you can give it to oh, him right okay. now. If you want. Good. Congratulations yeah. if you're if you're that's listening, right. Tori and Anthony. <laughs> yeah, and um, so the golf course is uh, about to pop open too, right? Yeah, that's another exciting thing. Uh, yesterday was our. First day that we got away from uh, temporary greens and we got the pins in. Um, so to see the rollers out on the on the greens and getting those cut and those fresh stripes and uh, it's just a great great feeling. Uh, I took a ride out there with one of our owners yesterday and the course is looking great. Um, our new our new drainage out there has been working great. I I went out there a few days ago and pretty much got stuck out there with the cart and I came back couple days later and it's bone dry so it's nice to see that that uh that new drainage that the owners put in there go to work so we're, we're hoping to be uh in carts maybe even off the path this week um we'll see what the forecast has in store but i'm i'm really excited to get back out there yeah yeah me too it looks like a great week of weather coming up and uh, also don for those that are not a member here um the the pub a great spot to come eat that's open to everyone right yes yeah, so the pub is open to the public um they really stepped up the, the staff here, so we've got a couple of really talented uh, cooks, uh, not uh, chefs, I should say. And, uh, you know, uh, you could come in. Uh, the only night that's that's super busy is Friday nights. We're in Buffalo. It's Fish Fry Town, you know, so uh, you want reservations on that night. But uh, the pub is open to the public. The golf course, as you know, is private. Uh, right now we are we're, we're full of the waiting list. Um, but 
you know, if, if someone's interested, I'm always uh, happy to talk to you. And you can reach me uh, via email. It's don at pendletoncreek.com. And uh, if someone's interested in membership down the road, you know, we're probably looking at 2024 at this point. But um, we'll put you on the waiting list and go from there. Awesome. PendletonCreek.com is the website. If you want more information on, uh, on the pub or to contact Don or Dylan uh, or maybe the banquet facility, if you have an event or, or something that you want to bring, don't forget July 24th, if you want to bring a golf tournament here, uh, you can contact Dylan about that as well. And uh, you guys do a great job here. I love playing. Looking forward to uh, swinging out here real soon. So thanks for having us for the show and thanks for your support of, of uh, Growing the game. That's part yeah, of the reason. A lot. They do a lot about with junior golf and stuff here. It's great yeah. to see. We, uh, we do the show to, to grow the game because we love it, and uh, I know you guys too as well. So thank you. Definitely. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Don Schneider. Thank and you guys. Thank you. Dylan Hayes from Pendleton Creek Golf Club. Uh, we'll take a time out here. Uh, when we come back, Julie Haley from the Western PGA on junior tour registration. If you've got a junior that is playing, uh, we'll have that information coming up. Uh, of course, more on the Masters. Jeff Blank from our TD Green team with his picks. And uh, we'll be talking, of course, more about uh, what we think may happen today in day three as we roll on here from Pendleton Creek Golf Club, along with PGA Pro Jeff Metis. I'm Brian Colziel, Corey Griswold, producing back in our Amherst studios. More Tee to Green from Pendleton Creek right after this on WGR. You're listening to Tee to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green is coming up. Listen up, golfer. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's time for our tip of the week, brought to you by the Western New York PGA. The Western New York PGA has one goal, promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond. Back on Tee to Green, live from Pendleton Creek Golf Club. Hope you're enjoying Masters Weekend. Play will start at Augusta National this morning at 8 a.m. We will uh, be keeping an eye on that. The weather looks like it's going to be cold and rainy, but uh, the expectation is that there will be play this morning. Uh, we'll go through the full leaderboard coming up in just a little bit. But you heard it's time for the West New York PGA Tip of the Week. And, well, to give us a tip on 
how to get your junior involved, we bring in Julie Haley from the Western PGA. Julie, good morning. It's Jeff Medes and Brian Colziel here. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Brian. Thank you for having me. Good to hear your voice again, Julie. How are you today? Uh, you must be getting excited. Junior golf season is right around the corner. It is. We are one week away. Uh, next Sunday, April sixteenth, we start down our, our we start our tour down at Gowanda Country Club. That's awesome, Julie. So, for those that maybe don't know about this, or maybe have a junior that uh, has been playing some golf and they want to maybe get involved in some tournament play this year, how can they do it? Tell everybody what this junior tour is all about. We are um, fortunate that this year the Western New York PGA has a great sponsor, Freeg Maxic, along with a few other sponsors, Encore, Mizuno, and Junior Golf Club. The tour provides players who want, like you said, want to become more familiar with tournament play that opportunity. We have nine-hole and 18-hole events for players between the ages of 10 years old to 18 years old. Our tournament schedule is pretty flexible, as you can play as many or as few as your schedule allows. All of our events are between Erie, Niagara, Niagara Falls area, Buffalo, and Rochester. So we cover a very solid portion of western New York. Which should How make many events are there? Oops, I'm sorry, Drew. How many events are there? We currently have 17 scheduled for the season, plus the Tour Championship. Nice. All right, so for someone that maybe hasn't done this before, um, how do they sign up, and, and maybe what's, what's a good number to sign up for? Do you have a suggestion on that, or, or does it all depend on maybe just how com- competitive they are at this stage of their golf career? Sign up is very simple. Uh, you become a member of our Tour, and then you would – uh, sign up for your events and it's simple you just go to to, to the western new york.pga.com website under the junior tab wnypga.com is that website again yes uh, click on the junior, junior tournament tab there's other junior Correct. opportunities there in the area aren't there julie like so so we're, t- we're going to talk about kids today getting into the game of golf and the junior tour is one great way because if you want to be competitive if you're not competitive something like the pga junior league might be a good start are there some some other things you can point some parents in a direction to find some like i know they can go to the west new york pga junior tab and learn all this stuff but uh, can you tell tell people out there what it's what else is out there for juniors this year yes we do have pga junior league um if you go to pga.org, you will find the PGA Junior League information along with on our website as well. Um, this is a great opportunity for kids to come together and play as a team. Um, we have several courses in the Buffalo and Rochester areas that do participate in Junior League. Um, one of the there's other, some in Erie. Yep. Yes, Erie. Yes, you are right. One of the other things uh, that I want to mention, as a member of the tour, you also gain access to some Buffalo Golf District and Rochester Golf District events um, throughout the season. Excellent. Yeah, Julie, my son Jack's been involved in both PGA Junior League and Junior Tour. Uh, he's done drive, chip, and putt and everything. I know the Western PGA has their hand in heavily involved in that. Uh, it's, it's a really, really great experience. I think beyond just you know, him swinging the golf club in a, in a competitive setting. But uh, I know like the relationships that he's had, how he looks forward to seeing like, Ooh, who am I going to get to play with this week at this tournament? And some of the friendships that he's made, I think, uh, you know, obviously that's something that 
uh, goes beyond just him swinging a golf club. I think I'm, I'm sure you get to witness that firsthand being involved in running some of these tournaments. Absolutely. It is. I, I genuinely enjoy seeing the kids each week uh, from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, seeing how they've grown, how they've come out of their shells, um, how they've formed those friendships that hopefully will last a lifetime. One of my best friends I met on the golf course when I was nine years old, and we are still thick as thieves. And that's what's cool about, uh, that's what's cool about junior golf. It's not about what they shoot. It's about learning to play the game and creating these friendships. And I, and I think the West New York PGA does a great job with this tour, and it's a great opportunity for kids to, to play courses maybe they haven't played and, and seen in the area. And um, one last time, Julie, so if they want to sign up, is there a lot of spaces left, or are we getting close, or how how's this, how's this work? We have plenty of room in our membership. Uh, we would love everybody to uh, get involved, bring a, get your friends to join as well. Uh, don't feel that you have to do this all on your own. Bring a buddy. WNYPGA.com. Again, click on the uh, the junior golf section, and then you can sign up right there for the junior tour. And, again, it starts next week. Even if you're like, well, I, I don't know if we're ready to go next week. You know, as she said, there's 17 events on the junior tour, so you can get in. You can pick your dates, pick the course. Hey, I've never played this course before. I can get go play there for the first time. So uh, I know that's a kind of a fun thing, too, uh, with your junior to decide you know, what courses you're going to go play and make it work for your schedule. So, Julie, thank you so much. Uh, looking forward. We'll see you at Gowanda next week for that event. And uh, thank you for everything you do for junior golf in Western New York. And I'll see you at the you spring are. meeting Monday, Julie. You are very welcome. Have a good day, gentlemen, and enjoy the Masters. Thank you. you. Too. We will. Julie Haley from the Western New York PGA. Um, Julie and her staff does such a great job with those events, um, yep. you know, running uh, the junior tour. And, you know, our, our tip of the week here, as we heard coming back from break here, um, you know, growing the game. We, you know, we talked with Don and Dylan about junior program. They have a strong junior program here. Um, how about just uh, for those that maybe haven't started yet? Maybe they're like, you know what? I think it's time for my son or daughter. You know, th- I think they like golf. Like how do the actual, maybe not signing up for the junior tour, but just getting started. Just, you know, um, I, I think it's super important that you make it fun for kids right off the bat. Um, a lot of parents, I see this all the time, is they try to over-instruct the kids when they're little. Um, I always uh, I always tell parents, if, if you're getting your kids into golf, keep it really simple. Keep it fun. If they cut them short, too, don't put them out there for nine holes. Go play one or two holes. Get them on a cart. Take them for ice cream after whatever it is. Have them mimic the good players. Don't have them mimic mom or dad's swing. Um, a lot of times, you know, just leaving the golf channel on and, hey, swing like Tiger. Can you swing like Rory? Things like that. Some of the worst advice, you know, if you're over over advising your kid after each shot, just let them hit shots and have fun. Simple things. Take a, If they're real little, hit a, have them hit a tennis ball. A tennis ball is a little bit bigger. It spins. It gets up in the air. Nobody can get hurt. You know, you can hit that in the backyard. Um, and they can get the joy of swatting a golf ball around. And just the last thing, some, some advice that I hear parents give their kids a lot, which is which is always bad and detrimental to their growth in the game a keep your head down b swing easy you know things like that aren't necessarily constructive pieces of advice when you're trying to get someone hey we want them to hit it as hard as they can and we want free swinging motions and we want them to have fun and also you know find a program or something like that or find a pj pro and get a quick lesson you don't you know they don't need a lesson every week they just need the fundamentals of how to hold the club how to turn through and and simple things like that, and then let them go play and explore and, and experiment on their own. I think the the best thing you did uh, with Jack when he was super young with my son, just first learning. Um, you were at Transit Valley at the time. We kind of just getting going. You yep. said, "All right, bring him over." 
you had him on the range for, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, and you took him out on the course. Of course, he thought it was awesome being on the golf cart. Yep. You had him, pl- I think, maybe play two holes. Then we br- you brought him in for ice cream. And then I remember him saying afterwards, he's like, oh, I wanted to play more holes. I wanted to play more holes. And I was like, ah, we got him. Like yeah. that, and that was exactly, I, I know your intent on that was like, hey, a little here, a little here, a little ice cream. Like you made it fun for him, but it wasn't, uh, oh, we're going to go play 18 and grind you. I'm going to give you instruction after every shot. Like right, that. and that's the worst thing. <laughs> right. And get him on the course quicker. You know, the range is fun. Hitting balls is fun. But the course is where it's at, and that's what makes it more fun. Yeah, for adults too, right? We yeah. like to be on the course too. That's what I did with my uh, my <laughs> women's kick ready golf programs. You know, hit a few balls. Hey, we're going to the course to practice this skill. It's a lot more fun. Yeah, I got. I want to ask you one extra tip here about the Masters. Okay, we've seen so many of those. Sh- the cameras get better and better every year. Yeah, at the Masters, in terms of what we can see, we, some of the ground level cameras, you can really see the side slopes in the fairways, and there's so many times. Almost, almost never do they have an exact flat lie where the ball's at the same level of their feet. Above, below. Just down the tee. The, the, right. The, <laughs> the, the, the side hill lies, too. I remember from being there in person. Like, that was what I was most impressed with, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this guy's hitting a five iron, you know, over 200 yards, and the ball's above his feet or below his feet. And I'm like, oh, it's above his feet. And a right-hander, oh, that should hook. But he actually is trying to play a cut here. Like, it was just amazing how they're able to do that with all those different lies out at Augusta. And it's uh, it, it how do does, they do all that? <laughs> it's difficult, like hitting a cut from a ball above your feet. Yeah, yeah. You've got to have some blade control and make clean contact. The problem with the with the ball above your feet or down below your feet is your posture, obviously, and and also like when the ball's above your feet, you know, you don't want to catch that ground first, so that heel will really catch, and that ball wants to hook left. So to be able to hold off that blade. Um, takes a lot. a lot of times though you'll plan on that hook and it doesn't happen just because the way uh the way it works blades coming in a little more shallow that blade might be a little more open to your path when you hit it it's just end up hooking but um that's uh you know you choke up a little bit when the ball's above your feet and the ball below your feet i always found a much harder shot because you had to maintain your posture and uh, and bend over and 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 to take a rip at it when the ball's six, eight inches below your feet is one of the more difficult shots in golf. And I, I'd always temper my expectations. That's why I'm not out there playing because those guys can hit those shots and, and I couldn't. But it is, uh, it is interesting to watch and, and how good these guys. I mean, Rory's talking about number 13 when he was on the event that, you know, the ball's a foot above his feet and he's got a five iron now where he was hitting an eight iron before. So um, I, it's a It'd be hard to hit a two iron 215 yards in the air with the ball a foot above your feet. That's there's not many people in the world to do that. Yeah, no, it's it's been it's really impressive to watch the pros do that uh, at the Masters and uh, we'll be watching it more this weekend. OK, yeah. good stuff there. Again, WNYPGA.com if you want to sign up for the Junior Tour. We'll take a timeout. Uh, we'll look ahead to uh, what's going to happen here in day two, day three, day, well, round two, finishing up this morning as we uh, roll on here live from Pendleton Creek Golf Club. Jeff Blank from our TD Green team will give you some Masters picks coming up, and then Jeff and I will give you our picks as well here as we roll on on TD Green live from Pendleton Creek Golf Club on WGR. You're listening to TD to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green is coming up. Time for a check of the PGA Tour leaderboard. Brought to you by Callaway Chrome Soft. This ball is different. And also by Puma Golf Shoes. It's time for a check of the PGA Tour leaderboard. Of course, this week we're at the Masters and 8 a.m. Scheduled time to get play back going in round number two. Brooks Kepka is done with his second round. 
He's in the clubhouse after a 65-67 first two days. He is at 12 under par, leading John Rahm by three, who's at minus nine. Rahm still has the back nine to play this morning, so an opportunity to close the gap is there. Uh, one of the great stories, Sam Bennett, we'll try to get his story in here before we leave you here today. Uh, he is in third, the amateur, at minus eight. Colin Morikawa, Victor Hovland round out the top five. Uh, they are both at six under par. Champions to report. Brought to you by Donald Ross Clothing, the world's finest golf golf attire. And uh, there is no event, but we're going to talk about Freddie Couples. He's got one hole to go. He's even par. Two over. Looks like it's the cut. He'll become the oldest man to make the cut in the Masters at 63 years of age, beating the ever, ever stalwart Bernhard Langer, who was just slightly younger when he made the cut in, what, 2019? 2019, longer there. So Couples, really, with one hole to go, just... Just, Even make bogey and you're in. Yeah. At 63, do you want to get up and go play at 38 <laughs> degrees and go play one hole? Probably not, but he's going to. He's going to have to go play one hole and be ready. Yeah, the all-time record, thank you, Corey, for this uh, info here, the all-time record for the oldest player ever to make a cut at a PGA Tour event, Jay Haas, uh, well, he was 68 years old. He did it back in 2022, so just last year. So pretty impressive uh, stuff there. We'll see if couples can get it done here today with that final hole. LPGA leaderboard brought to you by Puma Golf. There is no LPGA event this week, uh, but we want to give the ladies some love here. And how about Rose Zhang's performance? She won the Augusta National Women's Amateur. She actually had a five-stroke lead going into that final round, had some trouble, eventually won it on the second hole, uh, on the second playoff hole. So uh, congratulations to her. Uh, that event gets bigger and better every year, getting the best women's amateur golfers. And she's the best in the world. Yes. Yeah. yeah, top-ranked player for yep. sure. That Masters week now kind of starts with that event, then it b- bleeds into the juniors with drive, drive chip, chip, and putt, putt on which Sunday. Is some of the greatest TV there is, by the way. Yeah. Yep, and then Monday, players show up. Masters you know, officially starts, and then you've got the Champions Dinner Tuesday, the Par 3 Contest Wednesday, and then, of course, the uh, the four days of the event. So a really really cool week all right jeff blank from our td green team joining us here now on the line uh you can follow jeff at t i'm sorry at jeff blank t2g buffalo or i'm sorry at jeff blank t2g on instagram and twitter for jeff's picks each week jeff's going to give us a, a couple of picks here going into the weekend jeff good morning uh what is your biggest takeaway from the Masters so far good morning gentlemen i i would say how the ball string kind of like jeff said earlier in the in the show here, you're looking at guys who can fade the ball that seem to be striking it the best. Uh, I'm looking at the top three strokes gained tee to green. It's Scotty Scheffler, Brooks Kepka, and John Rahm, all who can hit nice fades off of draw lies, and, and those are the guys that are, are doing well from tee to green. Now, Scheffler in particular is struggling with the putter. He's dead last in the field in strokes game putting, but uh, keeping an eye on Scheffler uh, heading into the weekend. All right, so and we brought you on for I know people maybe want to make some uh, some wagers here on the Masters this weekend. Uh, what are you looking at here going into day three? Yeah, so the tee times haven't come out for day three yet, so I'm not looking at any uh, matchups at this point, but I am looking at finishing positions. So I got three guys I'm keeping an eye on for top ten finishes. It's uh, Scotty Scheffler at plus 200, Tony Finau at plus 400, and Shane Lowry at plus 175. How surprising to see Scheffler second in strokes gained and then, um, you know, approach and then to be so bad on the green to be dead last. I mean, his putting is normally a strength of his. I would think Law of Averages is going to take over this weekend. Now, I don't think he can win the tournament, but, you know, he's tied for 29th right now. If he can just get somewhere average with the putter, I think he can, he can certainly get into the top 20, maybe even the top 10. 
Yeah, it's it's definitely surprising. And of course, Kepka putting up some great statistics everywhere. Jeff, I know you look at the data quite a bit. He's been good off the tee. He's been good uh, on the approach, and he's also been good on the green putting. And he actually could even maybe be in a bigger lead if a couple of more putts fell yesterday. No, absolutely. And everybody coming into the week said this is a second shot golf course, and who's winning the event? The guy leading strokes gain approach. So it's it's coming true. And when you're fifth in strokes gain putting, that, that's a good combination, especially heading into the weekend here. And it's nice that he's been able to get his round two out of the way before the, the cold weather and the winds and the rain hit. So he's in good shape. I would agree. Jeff, we'll uh, look forward to seeing your picks later on today. Again, follow you on Instagram and Twitter at JeffBlankT2G. Appreciate your insight. Thanks, as always. Enjoy the weekend of the Masters. Same to you guys. Take care. All See right. you, Jeff. Jeff Blank here from T to Green, our T to Green team, giving you good picks. Again, follow him there. Uh, he's been doing well. Did great last week uh, at the event uh, at the Valero Texas Open, so we'll see how it goes this weekend to the yeah. masters there's a lot more uh the m- more players hit fades on the tour than you'd imagine it's uh because the, they hit it so hard they need that extra spin to actually kind of control the ball and it certainly comes in handy around the hitting into the greens at augusta that's for sure okay real quick sam bennett the amateur yeah cool story yeah eight under par he's in the best position after two rounds since ken venturi was an amateur 19- in 1956 1956 so i mean we are talking a long time ago wow. here 60 yeah. plus years bennett if you see him this weekend, which you will on the TV coverage, he's got a tattoo on the inside of his left arm that says, don't wait to do something. Uh, that was a quote from his dad um, that he had written down when his dad said it. He thought it would be something that he wanted to kind of keep with him. His dad uh, passed away about a year and a half ago, struggled with Alzheimer's like in his 40s, and it was a real family struggle for him. Um, he actually last year, through winning the U.S. Amateur and his great uh, college career at Texas A&M, Jeff, um, now at the PGA Tour, the top 25 college players based on points, and you, of course, winning the U.S. Amateur, you get an automatic card on the on the Corn Ferry Tour, which obviously is the AAA of golf, essentially, leading, yep. leading yourself to the PGA Tour, and Sam Bennett turned it down. He said he just wasn't mentally ready to do it after overcoming what had happened with his dad, turned it down, and now, look, he could be having a chance to win the Masters. And what a mature decision, and uh, and good for him to make that decision, and uh, you know, I, I always feel like you got to pay your dues, but what a story it would be if we could have an amateur win the Masters, and the and the creator of the Masters, Bobby Jones, would love nothing more, and that would be, it would be a lot of fun to watch him maybe eke out Brooks Koepka on 18 <laughs> or something like that. Although I'm rooting for John Rahm, because he's my pick, but it'll be fun to watch. This is just, it, it just goes to show the talent that's coming up through the system in golf nowadays because of the Tiger effect. Everybody that's coming through is a great athlete. They're playing very well. They, You know, he's not afraid of the stage. You know, you think he'd be nervous as heck getting on the you know, Saturday. We'll see. This weekend might be a little different for him, but yep. um, but it's it sure is fun to watch him play. His, uh, his coach from Texas A&M is now on his bag this weekend. He says he's got a really strong relationship with him. He said he helped him get through that adversity with his father. So, uh, yeah, if you're looking for somebody to root for this weekend, Sam Bennett, the amateur, who is a tie, or is right now is in solo third at minus eight, uh, be a good story. I'm sure you'll they'll be talking about it on the broadcast this weekend. Yeah, and uh, there's a you know, any but there's a lot of good stories out there right now, aren't there? And that's what makes this compelling to watch. Um, all the players up near the top. It's a life changing week for any golfer. Um, and even Sam Bennett, if he gets makes the cut, or if he's in the top, what is it, sixteen? I think he gets he gets to come back next mm-hmm. year, and it opens. It's going to open a lot, a lot of doors for him. Um, I know he's completing his 
fifth year of college, so I'm, I imagine he's going pro really, really soon. And with this NIL stuff, it's hard to tell now if these are amateurs or not because they're carrying bags and they right. got gear with their, you know, uh, they can have gear. that now. Yeah, which was a uh, before you'd only see their college bags or whatever. Now they'll have a a Titleist bag or a, a, a Callaway bag, whatever it is, and they're um, they're out there playing and grinding. And, and how about uh, he's beating the best players in the world? It's got to be a huge boost for his confidence going forward as a player to know you just competed this well, even if it's just for two days at Augusta. Yeah. All right. So we mentioned Kepka. Obviously, talked quite a bit about him. Rom, after on his first day, he gets a double bogey on the first hole and then shoots nine under the rest of the way. Shoots a seven under round and then. Obviously, he's off to a good start here. Two under through his first nine. He's got the back nine this morning. It's funny how something like something stupid on the first hole can spark you to play better. You know, it gets your brain fired up and you start, hey. Do you see his quote? He said it from Seve. He said that he hurt. I niece, I niece, I niece, I make. Yep. That one. <laughs> that, was the, that was the quote. Yep. That's one of the best quotes ever in golf, by yep. the way. Yep. He said that, uh, he goes, that was in my head. <laughs> he goes, I was, I was thinking that as I was going on. Jordan Spieth's been fun to watch. I always love watching him at the Masters. He's tied for sixth. Um, minus five, it might be too far to come back, but I think he'll be some, he'll he'll have some fun to uh, to try to maybe make a run at it. I think the you know the the what side of the draw you caught was a big advantage this week uh, based on whether now Brooks is done, so he doesn't have to go yeah. out this morning, and that's probably a big advantage. He can sit at home and stay warm, and these guys got to go out and play in some tough conditions early in the morning. And then play another 18, you know. So I think John Rahm's got 10 holes, or he's got a bunch of holes, nine holes or so left. He's got a bunch of holes left, and, you know, it's a long day, a long walk. And, and whether you think it's just walking or whatever, you're going to be fatigued walking those hills coming up 18 because that pressure drains you too. And every shot is so important that if you lose your focus for half a second out there, you can make double, and then there go your chances. You know? Augusta current temperature right now, 47 degrees. Oh, it's not that bad. From 8 a.m., through let's see here through yeah. through 7 p.m. 80% chance of rain the entire day so it's going to be cold and wet rainy day cold yeah. rainy day i got to think though if it's just rain i got to think they'll get it in it's just the lightning and thunder and if it doesn't pour as you say it's the best draining facility maybe in the world yeah um, and they've, the got, the, the they've got the vacuum sub air systems under the green so you won't yeah. see puddling it, right, yeah. and there's so much uh, elevation change that the water just moves, and they can control Ray's Creek. So they can do a lot of things there that uh, that other facilities obviously couldn't do. Yeah. All right, Jeff, we'll enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the Masters. Yeah, I'm really, you know, I really am looking forward <laughs> to being on the couch tomorrow and just watching this, and hopefully they get it done tomorrow afternoon. I would agree. Big thanks to everybody here at Pendleton Creek, Don Schneider, Dylan Hayes, for joining us uh, earlier. Again, if you want to uh, get information, PendletonCreek.com. On uh, their new banquet facility, if you want to bring your tournament here, junior golf again, PendletonCreek.com. Thanks to Corey Griswold back in our Amherst studio, uh, back in our Amherst studios. Julie Haley from the Western PGA, Jeff Blank from T to Green for joining us, and for PGA Pro Jeff Metis, I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening. T to Green every Saturday morning right here on WGR. You're listening to T to Green presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, custom turf, Michelob Ultra. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.